The saying, from small seeds grow mighty trees, is a good starting point for our next interview. What began as a way to replant native trees on a budget has grown into an impressive array of biodiversity projects at AUT's campus on Auckland's North Shore. Uh, It includes things like eco-sourcing seeds, establishing orchards, vegetable gardens and composting systems, and a plan for an integrated circular food system to support the cafe opening at the university next year. At the helm is a man described as an all-round nature superhero, AUT groundsman Niven Winder. Niven, hello. Hello, Jesse. Nice to have you on the show today. Thanks for your time. How did this all begin from your perspective? Um, I started at AUT in 1989, and I think at the time we had a fairly uh, limited budget, so really I was scratching around for ways to to be able to plant trees, plant the gardens. So we were looking at cheap ways of raising seed, and really it started from that. But then as I looked into it, I realised that um, we had a good source of seed close by at the nearby Smith's Bush, which is probably the last remnant native bush in this area, um, and that's a short walk up the road. And so a couple of visits up there, we realised that we, we could get a few seed from that was dropping on the ground up there, and that would help us uh, grow things on the campus that were native to the area and would probably suitable. Um, and it sort of started from there and, and kind of snowballed. What a great um, idea. I mean, it, it's obvious really now that you say it, but um, yeah, why wouldn't you get seeds from plants that are growing in almost precisely the same area and presumably have been growing there forever? Yes, yes, that's right. And and the benefit of that really is that the sort of species that we've planted on the campus are, are well suited to the campus. And And one of the benefits of that is that we've now increased the biodiversity in terms of bird life on the campus because it's a short flight uh, along from Smith's Bush. And, for example, we never used to get wood pigeons on this campus. And probably about 10 years after I'd started, we started seeing the occasional wood pigeon. Huh. Well, now they're, here, now they're here every day um, because the trees are the same as what's just up the road. Yeah. Um, plus other things we've added. So that's really helped with, with increasing that biodiversity on campus. If you started in the late 80s, have some of those early trees grown to a decent size now? Yes. So we're now in a position that we don't really need to visit Smith's Bush. I mean, it's a nice trip to take the students up there and, and see what, what mature bush looks like. Uh, but we've now got enough mature trees on campus to pretty much support most of our um, propagation on, on campus. Yeah, and that's great. Elsewhere. And from, I'm just looking on Google Maps, it looks like you've got a sort of a belt of trees running almost north to south on your campus. Yes. So what we've tried to do is plant the perimeter of the campus. So we're providing a corridor for um, especially those smaller birds that don't fly very far, the little uh, white eyes, um, uh, the rifle, uh, sorry, um, uh, grey warblers, that type of thing. Um, And so they're a short flight path. So having trees right around the campus means that they can move easily around the campus and remain within the tree belt. Um, So that helps. And also... uh, being the boundary of the camps is unlikely to be developed. So there's more chance of those tr- trees surviving 30 years of um, development, which is, it's always changing. The campus is always changing and it's it's hard to know exactly where the next development will be. So you try and plan as best you can around that. Have you learned a bit about propagation over the years? Oh, definitely, yes, yes. Um, 
So I, I started here with a landscaping background and then uh, did my diploma in horticulture amenity. But really, it's learning in the field that, that where you gain, gain your greatest mm. knowledge, I think, and a bit of research. And I think, and how do I do that? And there's, there's good information out there. These days, it's Google. But in the old days, it was read a book. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and trial and error, essentially. Yeah. Well, there wouldn't be too much on Google about native trees in your particular patch of the world. A lot of your experience must be useful, I'm sure. Um, and just before we leave Smith's Bush, which I don't think I've come across before, it's pretty impressive to look at um, digitally, bird's eye view. It looks really thick. It, it is quite unique, is it? Yes, yes. So the, certainly the um, the North Coast side of the bush because it's been dissected by the motorway yeah. uh, when the bridge was put in. Um, so there's a small remnant on the Takapuna side. Right. But on the... On the North Coast side, there's some pretty impressive uh, Peruri and uh, Kahakatea in there. Um, probably some of the largest trees on the North Shore, I would imagine. Yeah, gosh. Um, and, and a nice boardwalk through there. So it's a pleasant afternoon stroll. <laughs> okay, so you've got that under control now. You've um, got some good native plantings. And, and what's new on the AUT grounds on the North Shore? Well, the other thing we've been doing over the last few years is, is trying to... Uh, plant trees that we think may have existed in this area pre-development. Yeah. So that's a bit of a guessing game. Um, and also a few rare plants. So we've been trying to source a few rare things that we can plant around the campus because we are a university and we're the ideal place to showcase these sort of things. Yeah. Um, and so we're kind of reaching a point where we're starting to get seed off those as well. So that will help with the whole revegetation, not only of here, but of our other campuses, and, and there's been a few ideas about gifting it to uh, to other organisations. So that's something we're looking at. You're looking also, at fruit as well? Yes. So we've been developing um, the orchards. It's kind of started like everything else. It's grown organically, if you like, um, in the sense that we started with a little idea and it's grown from that. So the two streams that we've started with, one is working with the lifestyle and nutrition students, who needed to do a bit of field work, a bit of project work. Mm. And we started that in 2019, not really knowing what we what we were doing, but from that we've developed the seed, taking groups up the road to gather seed from Smith's Bush so you can have a look at that. But also they're growing uh, fruit and vegetables and then coming up with recipes for it. It's, it's a little bit more complicated than that. They have to come up with the, uh, and the nutrient values of those meals that they're producing. Um, but that's been really interesting in that we're working with students who often have never handled a spade, have never worked in yeah. a garden. Some of these are um, international students who've come to New Zealand and they've got no experience whatsoever of gardening. And some of them have really taken to it and, and really enjoy it. So that, that's been very satisfying for us as a team. Um, the other side of it is we've started on Matariki planting every year, just as a small little event on North Campus. And that's growing every year. So every year around Matariki, we put on a, a little day event, which is uh, done by our uh, Maori students, Maori staff, and we support that. And we've started planting out various parts of the campus that, that have been planted out uh, with native trees that are particular, have particular uses to Maori, um, as well as fruit trees. So we're producing food in those areas. Um, and they're kind of like mum's backyard, if you like, or grandma's backyard. So we're not worried about the, the landscaping look so much, but more about the function of the spaces. Um, and what we're finding is the students love it. 
they're turning into really nice spaces for the students to congregate and and basically relax, which is pretty important when you're at university. Yeah, uh, and your idea is to produce enough food to eventually be a pretty useful part of the whole campus system. Yes, so that's developed. The latest plan is that we're building a new building on North Campus at the moment, which will be our signature building. Um, and that's due to open in April next year. So as part of that, we've started a, a larger orchard, which will be a commercial orchard. Um, and we're just in the planning stages at the moment of putting in some commercial vegetable gardens with glasshouse. Um, we're using rain-harvested water off our roofs for um, uh, watering all the gardens. And so the idea is, the plan for the new cafe is that we will eventually produce 80% of all the food from on-site. Um, we'll also have a fully composting system, so all the food waste will be uh, returned back through compost back into the garden, so a, a fully circular system. So got, so your, got, your irriga- got your irrigation sorted? Yes, yes, got that in, waiting for a possible uh, El Nino summer. So that's all in, and that's running off um, uh, a rain harvest tank that we put in a few years ago. Um, so we're slowly moving away from using town supply, as, as the budget allows, and putting in tanks on all our downpipes to uh, water the fruit trees, the vegetables, and all our other plantings around campus. You must be really pleased with what you've achieved in over 30 years, Niven. Oh, yes. I never imagined that when I started here. I was going to be here for a short period of time, and uh, I haven't left. <laughs> it, it, so. Well, have you ever come across somebody in your job who's been doing the same thing in the same place for so long? Yes. I think it's kind of a lifestyle thing. Yeah. I have been fortunate and travelled uh, to Australia and looked at other universities there, and I ended up meeting a few other people, both in Australia and New Zealand, who, who are similar to myself that have uh, started at a university and have never left. And have, uh, basically, it's a very satisfying job if you, you, you're doing gardening on a grand scale and watching it develop. And it's hugely satisfying. Uh, and do you hope, I guess, to be a New Zealand leader, if not eventually a world leader in the sort of thing that you're doing there? Well, when I started all those years ago, my aim then was to have the best university grounds in New Zealand. And at various stages, you sort of think, oh, that's unrealistic. and that. But, but deep in my mind, that's still there, that little hope that we will be recognised as, as being a university that has great grounds. It may not, be, it may not win landscape awards, but it's seen as something that's uh, full of biodiversity, um, that we've got a circular uh, food system operating, that we're showcasing all what you can do in your garden. Good for you. Thank you for telling us all about it today. Thank you, Jesse. Niven Winder, who's been at uh, AUT's North Shore campus since the late 1980s, 89, I think he said, uh, and has been doing some pretty special things, eco-sourcing seeds from the nearby Smith's Bush. What do you know about Smith's Bush? Any experience? Send me a text on 2101.